0: If you're a bivocational pastor, then this special Flash episode
1: is just for you. I'm Pete Mitchell, and in between our regular Church Planner Podcast episodes, I'll be bringing you insight and ideas to help our bivo pastors have an easier and more profitable go at it. If you'd like more info on the training program specifically for bivocational pastors, you can check it out at missionbybusiness.com. Hey there, bivocational pastor. Pete Mitchell here. It is a uh, beautiful Friday afternoon here in Southern California. We got back from Big Bear yesterday. It's nice and cold up there in the mountains. I mean, it's only two hours away, but I think it was like 48 degrees when we left. And uh, here in Southern California, just two hours away, I think it's like 70-something today. It's hot, actually. It's kind of muggy. Not not exactly great weather, but, you know, better than, than what I guess a lot of you guys are suffering through. And various parts of the country not that this has to do with anything but uh but you know a little 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 uh, smack talk in the uh flash episode if you will but hey um what i wanted to bring up with you guys is uh something that's really really important in business so if you're a bivocational pastor and you're running your own company or you have your own business or you run someone else's company i'm gonna let you know what is the number one thing that almost every business messes up and I cannot even tell you just how important it is. And it's identifying your ideal prospect. Here's what I mean. When I talk to business owners all the time, let's say they're a roofer and I'm like, well, who's your ideal client? Well, anybody with a home. No, no, that's not your ideal client if you're a roofer. Uh, Because if you're dealing with a renter, are they going to pay to fix a roof? No. Under no circumstances will they pay to fix the roof. They make the landlord do that. So it's not anybody who lives in a home is your ideal client. Not even close. Um, I was dealing with a a carpet cleaner one time. He's like, yeah, man, I did this direct mail uh, piece and sent it out to everyone in this, this track over here. And we got no one to respond. So I said, well, let me see the, the mail piece. And he shows it to me. And it was actually a pretty good mail piece, which is kind of amazing. Because most of the time, people don't know how to write any kind of marketing piece. But this one was actually not that bad. It had a call to action. Uh, it was all about the, the prospect. I mean, it made a lot of sense. So I'm like, well, let's, let's actually go to this place where you did this mailing. And I'm like driving around. I'm like, dude, this is Duplex Valley. Like everyone here is a duplex. The guy's like, yeah, you know, we were able to do EDDM, which is a post office thing that allows you to hit every home in a certain area. He's like, we're able to do EDDM. And, you know, we hit twice as many homes because they're all duplexes and triplexes. I'm like, yeah, but who lives in a duplex? It's like, what do you mean? I go, renters live in a duplex. Renters aren't going to pay to clean their carpets ever. They don't. Why would they? They're a renter. If you've ever rented a car, have you ever washed it before you turned it back into the rental place? Of course not. Why would you? You're renting it. That thing could be caked in mud, head to toe, and that's how you're gonna turn in the car because you don't care. You're a renter. So it's not just anybody is your client. There has to be a specific person who you're trying to reach out to. Like in my case, my goal is to reach out and work with bivocational pastors. I'm not trying to reach out to the megachurch pastor. I'm not trying to reach out to the full-time pastor. I'm not even trying to reach out to the youth pastor. I want the bivocational pastor, someone who's got a side gig, to make their income. Like I know who I'm trying to reach out to. And see, when you know who you're trying to reach out to, that dictates everything that you do after that point. So then you go to put together your marketing message. If you know who you're trying to reach out to, and you can actually put a face to them, like we do this a lot in businesses. Uh, You might remember, in fact, this is a great example. Uh, Rick Warren, I think it was the Purpose Driven Church, and he talked about their marketing for the church. They had Saddleback Sam and Saddleback Samantha. You know, these were yuppies and they knew all about who they were trying to reach as a church. That's the same idea that you want in business. You want to have your version of Saddleback Sam or Saddleback Samantha or both. And you know how old they are. You know what their ethnicity is. You know, are they professionals? Are they blue collar? Uh, Where do they work? What do they do for recreation? What do they do for vacation? Are they empty nesters? Do they have kids? If it's a business that you sell to, what are the characteristics of the business? Once you really understand who it is that you're trying to reach, then when you go to put together your marketing piece, you can really make sure that it speaks to that person, that it says exactly what they need it to say, that you can get their attention because you know who you're trying to reach out to. We often refer to this as the avatar where you're like, okay, you know, I'm trying to reach Saddleback Sam or Saddleback Samantha, and I know all about them, and so because I know what they do for recreation, I know where they go for their coffee, I know all these different things about them, now I go, okay, so this is the bait. That if I were to put this bait in front of Saddleback Sam and Saddleback Samantha, it's going to get them to do what I call raising their hand and identifying themselves to me as someone who's interested in what I have to offer. And now I get them into my sales funnel, and then I can follow up with them properly. So if you're bivocational, and you have to run your business or someone else's business, you have to know exactly who your Saddleback Sam and Saddleback Samantha is. It needs to be the very first thing that you focus on. And if you haven't done it yet, you need to stop doing everything and do that piece first. Because once you've got that, then that can dictate, okay, what's the bait? That if I put this bait in front of Saddleback Sam and Saddleback Samantha... It's going to get them to raise their hand. And once they've raised their hand, they've identified themselves to me as someone who's interested in what I've got. Now I can focus on the next step with them, getting them through my sales funnel, through my sales process. So again, if you're a bivocational pastor And you want to check out what it is that we do as marketing strategists. I've got a great program that I've put together specifically for bivocational pastors to help them do what I do for a living. Uh, You can find all about it at missionbybusiness.com. And I got a great little video up over there. At the end of the video, if you like what you saw, you can uh, set a call with me. And this isn't a sales call in disguise. In fact, I'm not going to let you even buy into the program. But it's just a chance for you to get all your questions answered, for me to get some of my questions answered, and then we'll go from there. If it's the right thing for you, great. If it's not, no problem. Uh, So again, I just encourage you to go ahead and do that. Head on over to missionbybusiness.com. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for your time today. I'll be back tomorrow.